When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm a veterinarian, sure, but I'm way more than that. I'm also a tango dancer, a struggling but determined pie maker, and a mom. With IndieVets, I get to choose when and where I work. I create my own schedule and choose shifts at nearby animal hospitals that are right for me. Having that flexibility is exactly what I need to have plenty of time for all those other things that I am. Because I'm more than just a vet. Visit IndieVets.com to learn more and apply. Hello, everybody. It is time for another one of our previews here on the Blue Room. This is for the transfer show, which myself, Rob Vera, and various guests throughout the summer get together and talk about transfers. Could probably do with a better name for the show, really, if we're being brutally honest. But that's what it says on the team. It is about transfers, and we will be going through all the rumours, speculation, and deals do happen throughout the course of the summer. The first one we did was on Tuesday, and we got together and chatted about a variety of things, including James Tarkovsky and the links to him, which seems to be gathering pace. But we started off by looking back, because if everything don't learn lessons from the past, then he might recreate them in the future. So we looked at the January window, the plays that came in then, what went wrong for some, what's gone right for one in particular, and what's still to come from a couple of lads We've yet to see all that much of. This is going to be a Blue Room Extra show throughout the summer. It's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra if you want to get involved. Works out about a pound a week and we'll be ramping up the coverage as we get the fixtures and we go into the transfer window and start building up to the new season. It's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. In the meantime, hope you enjoy this clip of me and Rob having a chat about the enigma that is Deli Alley. It's hard to form any kind of opinion on a new player coming in and playing. I mean, he played, I think he made seven substitute appearances before he mm. started. And obviously the, the biggest one was away at Newcastle when he came on for his debut. I think it was his debut. Yeah, it was his debut uh, when um, I think Delory Gray got injured. And obviously the next longest one was that one against Palace where he came on 45 minutes. Then of course he started against Arsenal. But there's been times where you've looked at him and thought, He's very elegant on the ball. And I think he's one of those players that when he's playing well, people go, look how languid and, and lovely he is in, in possession. And when he's not playing well, people use that same quality and that same ease of possession to go, look how lazy this lad is. So I think he's sort of in that bracket. But there's been times where he's done me head in as well. Like when he's, he's cut, I remember he came on against Wolves late on when we were chasing a goal and he just slid into the goalie for no reason and just take, took like 20 seconds out the game and got himself booked. I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. He's looked a little bit disinterested in, in that sense, not in what he's what he's not 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 necessarily what he's been doing on the ball, but what he's been doing just a little bit petulant. And but I think he's always had that in his game. So and that, that's why I think it's dead interesting about January because Patterson, him, Mikalenko to a lesser extent, we're still learning about these lads. You know, I yeah. I watched Mikalenko on Sunday in that game against Wales and thought, I didn't know you had crosses like that in your locker. Yeah, probably because he's not been given the opportunity in a very defensive side to, to get forward enough and, and, and do it. But I think what was interesting 
about Ali is that he played in that final game of the season, which was a complete dead rubber. And I think there's a lot of talk before that and before Palace that maybe Everton are going to look to potentially bin him off, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and obviously there's this 20 game threshold, isn't there, where if he gets to the 20 games, I think Everton have got to pay 10 million, yeah. which he's obviously not reached yet. I, do, I just think, I just look at that Arsenal game and think if Everton were worried about him reaching that 20 game threshold and wanted to move him on in the summer, would they have played him in a game that meant absolutely nothing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, and obviously he's not there yet. So he can still move him on in the summer. It could be inconsequential, but if they're looking at maybe concerned about him not settling in next season and maybe having to go in January, he's going to reach that, that mark by then. It gives you a little bit, a little bit less margin for error. But I don't know. I think he's, I think he obviously played his, when he came on against Palace, he played as a orthodox midfielder in a 4-3-3 with a Wobie and then Decore sitting. And I think that's that sort of feels like where he's going to have to play going forward because as a number 10, which is obviously where he was at his best at Spurs, I've not seen Frank Lampard play a system yet at Everton where that position exists. Yeah. You know, does do we, I mean, do we know... I, I still don't know if I know what Lampard wants to play just because last season was all about just, <clears throat> you know, shaking things up until something worked, but it, none of it was ideal. Right. So yeah, I don't know. That's a I, good I, question. I, I sort of thought a galley would come in and by the fact that everyone was like loving him straight away, he had a song within a, a couple of weeks. He sort <laughs> of like rediscover this, it's almost juvenile love for football again, and he'd, he'd be refreshed, and he'd want to be hungry and, and kick on. And we obviously haven't seen that on the pitch because he's not been given enough opportunities. But you, you just yeah. sort of you just sort of wonder what what's been going on behind the scenes, and you hear little whispers here and there. But obviously, there's not been much concrete. But I think after that Palace game, he, he was asked Lampard about Ali coming on and changing the game, and he made a specific reference to his training. And I just thought that was dead interesting. Like that, that's not something you typically bring up of a player's working art behind the scenes, but isn't necessarily good enough to get in the team. That that felt quite that felt like a little bit pointed. And if you look back at that Tottenham documentary, that was something that Mourinho made reference to as well. Sort of mm-hmm. him titting about in training and not, and not taking things seriously. So maybe there's a bit of a, a running theme with that. But who knows? I think I, I'm I'm willing to give him a clean slate going into next season. I'm willing yeah. to give him time to work in pre-season and for Lampard to have a proper look at him and then make a, a bit of a judgment then. But obviously the, the unique nature of this deal means that if Everton do that and Everton do give him a chance and play him for the first five games and it doesn't work, then they're going to be quite close to shelling out 10 million or whatever it is for, for a lad that, you know, isn't necessarily, well, they're not necessarily that, that keen on. So it, no, I think the nature cool. of the deal just makes it really weird, doesn't it? So it's sort of, form any any feeling on it but depends on how much you think 10 million's worth in this context i mean i i don't know i i think only they know what they're thinking right now but man i i think that it's so hard to have a conversation about deli ali because i mean i don't there's so much uh hashtag narrative about this guy if that makes sense i mean yeah. he there's just it's just been such a wild ride like you could 
you could almost make a movie about it because it's it it is the the meteor i mean if there if there is a picture of a player next to the the phrase meteoric rise in some kind of dictionary i mean it'd be him he had that and it was um I've fallen prey to going back and watching highlights of him. And it's some of those goals are just, they're unbelievable. Um, Some of what you see from him and, and what is, what attracts the moth to the flame, if you will, is the, is the flame of his natural talent and ability. Uh, And, and I don't think I realized until he got to Everton, just how big he is, how he, he can use his, he can be physical. Like, Here's here's where I land on Delhi. Um, I saw. I wondered, you know, what's the deal? Why isn't? Why aren't they just throwing him in at a certain point to start games here? I think that that to your point, Lampard referenced that he needed to see some things in training to give him these opportunities, and and it came slowly but surely. But it came uh, eventually. And look, all I know is that in the last month of the season. He came on as a sub and there were and he he generally more often than not found some way to contribute, whether it be uh, 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 what I call the, the secondary assist, the hockey assist. Uh, and I can't remember what game that Lester, was. It was. Yeah, Lester, Lester, yeah. Um, I thought I thought that that honestly, I mean, I. I worry that we're going to, and you know, I don't worry about it. Look, Palace, that, that game is going to live, live with us for, for the rest of our lives, you know, but I, I think that the case for Delhi is that game. You, you look at what, how he affected the game. Uh, and again, he didn't bang in three goals or anything crazy like that, but, but you saw what he has to offer in a, in a context like that. Now, of course, the key to any of this, and this is true of any player we ever analyze or talk about, it, it becomes a question of, is this something that you can replicate consistently uh, out of this player? Um, whether you're talking about a talented player who's injured too often or a talented player who is not injured often, but they just don't, you know, the Kevin Morales thing of world-class one day and then 10 weeks of nothing, uh, you know, like those kinds of, of discussions. I mean, I understand that. But what I will say about Delhi is that given his age, given uh, the, con- the, the place where the club are at right now, I think that while we all kind of think in these very kind of neatly defined lanes of, well, Everton are in this place right now, so this is exactly how they should approach it. They should only focus on players of a certain age, a certain expense and blah, 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 young, hungry. I mean, we're going to hear young, hungry, get ready guys. If you have not heard young and hungry, you're going to hear it a ton this summer. Um, But I also think as Damari Gray showed us, there is a place for taking what I would call a home run swing on players of a certain age and physical profile. And Delhi still fits that he is still of, of, that 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 mid twenties age. I'm not. He, I'm not going to do the Ross Barkley thing and call him a young player when he's 35 or anything like that. But I'm going to say that um, there is physically still clearly a player there. So the so to me, Everton are not in a position where let's say Spurs they can't keep a guy like that on his wages, not contributing around. Okay, but when he comes to Everton where the aspirations next season are to just be more stable uh, and to be uh, 
and to, to, to build a platform for future seasons. Cause let's, let's make no mistake guys. Next season is a retrenchment season. It's about making sure we're not in a relegation fight. Anything beyond that, anything beyond mid table is all gravy. Okay. To me, you can take big swings on guys like Delhi and say, look, if this doesn't work out to your point, Matt, maybe we're out 10 million and uh, Hey, we've certainly wasted more money on, players than that before um but on the other hand if it does hit um man what a player you could potentially have for what is ultimately a pittance you know i i think that i think that i want to see and and believe me no one uh analyzes uh preseason training videos uh like me but I want to see how he come, what shape he comes back in uh, after the summer. I want to see evidence that this club has learned, you know, lessons about hey, we need to have plans for players. We need to say to them, this is what we expect from you in the summer. This is how we're going to work with you to develop you to where we need to get you to by the time the season starts. I understand that the uh, the summer period is short in the Premier League and world football overall, but I also think that a big test of Frank Lampard, of Kevin Thelwell, of this entire new setup is, and you've heard me say this before, as much as we talk about transfers and the excitement of that, I am as interested, if not more interested in how do you take your existing resources and make them better? Player development, player development, player development. I want to see, um, you know, it doesn't mean that if, if we, if Delhi doesn't develop that, that that's all Lampard's fault. I mean, I think we've got plenty of evidence now that Delhi, if he doesn't succeed, that's more Delhi's fault than anything else. But I do think that if you can show Delhi a pathway and you can get him to a certain point physically and you can get him re-engaged more than anything else and say, you have a real role here. You have an opportunity to you know, establish a place here at Everton, get back into the England side, get back, get your career back on track. He's not 28 or 29 years old. He's 25, right? I mean, there, there's time. There's still time and there's still quite a player in there. So I want to see that. And to me, I don't know that I'm like you, Matt. I don't know how I feel about Delhi. Like, do I believe in Delhi? I don't know. But do I believe that he is worth taking a swing at? Absolutely. I think Everton are in a great place to say, you know, buy low on a player who's got talent and see if you can resurrect that value. Northern Tool and Equipment isn't just a store. It's a problem solver's paradise. Fully stocked with the right professional grade tools and fully staffed with experts who have the right answers. Problem solved. Northern Tool and Equipment Summer Sale is on now. Stop in and save up to 50% on pressure washers, sprayers, generators, fans, lawn and garden equipment, and more. Hundreds of deals in store or at northerntool.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.